Go ahead. Hi, thank you for coming to Sultiful. My name is Latoya. I'm, I'm Toya. That's Nikki and that's Latoya. <laughs> Today on Sultiful, we have a very, very, very interesting conversation we're going to have today. We're talking about our faith. Everyone knows what's going on in the world today. So we are definitely wanting to make sure that we are all in the right mindset um, with everything going on. Um, one of our guest speakers today, his name is Dante. He is a pastor. He's born and raised in Pittsburgh. Go Steelers. Um, he is the son of the... Um, the ministry from an early age of 12. He has a strong background in music and leading in worship. He has held many positions in the church as a full-time musician and worship pastor. Over the past few years, his involvement with young adults in the body of Christ has cross-mingled with his music influence. He has creatively used music of our culture to draw more young adults to Christ. He is the founding pastor of Plenty of Grace Incorporated, an online church based out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. During the national stay-at-home order, Pastor Dante has started a daily Zoom call to keep people encouraged during these uncertain times. His message of faith and hope continues to impact lives across the nation in a tremendous way. Thank you, Mr. Dante, for being here. We also have another um, guest today. His name is Rashard Cottrell. He is a over 20 years um, entrepreneur. He does heating, cooling, and electrical. He's also over 15 years um, a union sheet metal worker. Um, and I'm glad he is here today as well. First off, we're going to start with what we are working on today. Nakia, what are you working on? Today, I had to write an essay because I am submitting my team at my full-time job for an award. So I had to write a thousand-word essay. So that's what I did today. So um, y'all taught me to work on the website for the virtual assistant sister learning community. So that is what I'm doing. And I've been in meetings all day. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Very productive. Mr. Dante, what have you been working on today? Uh, I'm working now. Look, you see, I just put my <laughs> I to respond to one of my team members. So I was working on um, trying to connect our church with uh, a mission in Uganda to help them with some personal protective equipment. And then I also works on some uh, truck stuff today. I have a trucking company, so I'm trying to get some trucks on the road in the next couple of days. So that's what I've been working on today. Ooh. Are you doing like the logistics or are you doing the hauling? Uh, both. Okay, cool. Yep. All right. And Mr. Rashad, what are you doing today? What are you working on today? I just got done doing service calls, um, maintaining a large contract um, as we speak. As far as uh, uh, one of my largest remodels, um, I'm glad because it just shows growth anytime. You get uncomfortable. I think it's a good thing. It just shows growth that uh, the man upstairs is taking you to a new level. So that's what I've been working on, just trying to manage everything uh, to the best of my ability. 
Awesome. Um, so we're going to go ahead and get into our content of today. Um, we're going to give the floor over to Mr. Dante first. Um, of course, feel free to chime in if you have questions. All right. Well, great. We're just glad that we're able to come and share our experiences and things that have been affecting us here lately. Um, this year has been a whirlwind. Today is June 2nd. Um, and we're almost 180 days into the year 2020, and it's just been a whirlwind. I mean, all the way from uh, COVID-19 to, you know, the resurgence of in-our-face systemic racism that we're dealing with every single day. So uh, the topic today, a life of faith, you know, we, we really have to, how do we navigate, you know, our faith in God and our faith in, in, in the word um, during such troubled times? You know, and, and I hope that today's conversation will help, you know, spark some some questions. It'll help spark, uh, you know, even some doubts that you may have, you know, that we could we could possibly clear up through the word of God today. So if you allow me just a few moments, it, you know, and then we can just come back in and, and share however you guys like to do that. But I just want to, you know, just base one scripture here. If we can just go to Hebrews chapter 11, verse number one, and just want to just expound a little bit because a lot of people... Um, you know, they're, they're, they're questioning their, questioning their faith, but they're also, um, maybe questioning what faith is. And so this, this scripture will help us kind of get a little start, get a little foundation. Hebrews chapter 11, verse one in the new King James version says it like this. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen. Verse two says, for by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. In verse three, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen, which were not made of things which are visible. Verse one says, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. What does that really mean? What does that really say in terms of substance and evidence? Because faith, is simply just believing in or having confidence or trust in someone or something. Let me say that one more time. Faith is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. And so when you're faith in someone, because what you believe they were able to do, it may seem like right now in this pandemic and, and in what's happening in our nation that you're looking for God. You're wondering where is God in all this? And what it does, it questions your faith, your complete trust and confidence in God. So much evil and so much, so much hatred and so much uh, negativity, so much turmoil is happening right in front of our faith, right in front of our faith, right in front of our faith. And so we look at the scripture and this is what the Lord kind of showed me about this, that faith being the substance of things hoped for. Well, Romans 10 and 8 says that the word of faith we preach is in our mouth. It is the word of faith. So, yeah. so the word of God is the word of faith. And so that then is my substance. So the Bible, if you will, or the word of God is the substance. And it's also the evidence of things that I'm hoping for. So things that I'm hoping for to come to pass, things that I'm hoping to, to manifest in my life, things that I have faith in, I can find in the word of God. And so 
my thing about faith is trusting in the word because Romans 10, 17, if we can just put that up, Romans 10, 17 says it like this, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So it's not by what you heard or what you, you know, uh, uh, read or what, what something has been happening in the past. It comes by continuing to hear the word of God. So when you put that together, this is, this is where I base my foundation of faith in. My foundation of faith is in the word. It's in the word of God. And, and, and when I read the word of God, and when I retain the word of God, I, and I rehearse the word of God, and I repeat that process, then faith comes. So that's, that's really the basic introduction, if you will, about faith and, and how to build your life on faith and really it begins in the word of God. And I think many times, you know, you grow up in church and you've been around the church and you've, you've, you know, heard messages and sermons and you read books, but, but really all in all, at the end of the day, our faith should be anchored in the word of God, because Jesus says that the word is like a solid rock. It's a solid foundation. These words of Christ that we hear him preach and that we, that we see him do, we have to have faith in that because that's the solid rock that we have our faith, our foundation in, in Christ Jesus. So that's the big, that's the beginning of it. That's, that's the beginning of it, if you will. So um, I have a question. You, are you saying that repetition helps you to, to um, gain the faith? That, that's exactly what I'm saying. Okay. Rep, repetition enhances learning. Repetition enhances learning. Any teacher, any coach, any trainer, they're going to tell you to repeat the process in order to gain strength in that area. And so it's the same way with our with our spirit. It's the same way we have to, I said it like this earlier on our Zoom call. I said, you know, you give dogs dog food, right? You give cats cat food. You give, you give humans human food. Well, what do you give your spirit? What are you feeding your spirit? Because what you focus on the longest, that's what will become the strongest. So yes, repetition is key. That is my thing. That's my thing, Nakia. That is my thing, repetition, because I'm a teacher. I'm a coach. I, I feel like, you know, repetition breeds results. And I think that's a principle that we really need to, um, it's so elementary, but we have to latch onto that and stop trying to be so deep, if you will and get back to some basic foundational principles that faith comes by hearing, continuing to hear the word of God. Yes, repetition, that's my thing. But shouldn't, shouldn't us hearing it repeatedly help reinforce what we're reading, therefore strengthening our faith? Absolutely. Okay. So we did, we did real quick, we did a 31 days of May challenge. And I think I spoke about that during the interview. But just to our viewers and those of you that may not uh, understand, so during the 31 days of May, every single day, the Spirit of God gave us this process, which was read, retain, rehearse, and repeat. So we had a scripture every single day, and this is something to kick off a habit of reading the Word of God and retaining the Word of God, repeating that process, rehearsing that process, so when you speak it, even out of your own mouth, when you're speaking the word, faith comes by hearing the word of God. 
I'm sorry. Do anybody have anything else to say before I talk again? <laughs> okay, I have this question. Okay, I was raised in a Jehovah's Witness household. And as an adult, I do not attend church often, but I still have faith. And it's not repeated to me every day. I don't read it every day. And I still feel like I have strong faith. So what does that mean? <laughs> and do that mean I don't have faith because I'm not reading? reinforcing it and reiterating it? Not at all. Watch this. Watch this. Because at the level that you are in your faith, you said you have strong faith. You believe you believe you have strong faith. Well, you have a strong foundation. I mean, um, once you get to a certain place, and again, it's, it's relative. It's relative to the person. It's relative to the believer. So it's not, it's not a blanket uh, policy, if you will, because once you get to a certain place in your life, like you know, I'm not reading um, John 3.16 every day anymore. I'm not reading John 1 and 1 every day anymore. You understand? There's always something that I want to feed my spirit to continue to grow. But it's relative. If you are where you are and you feel that's where you, you know, your faith resides, you know, we don't push anybody. But again, to those that many, many are those that are weak in their faith, you know, to help them gain principles in building their faith. All right. Okay. Anybody else have anything to say? Well, I do want to let everyone know we have a new speaker in the room. Um, <laughs> looks like we have Mr. Dante McCutcheon. Um, Nakia, would you like to introduce him, please? This is one of my little cousins, y'all. <laughs> this is Pastor Dante McCutcheon. He is the pastor of Love Cathedral Community Church, and he is also the um, president of what is it called? Heart for the City RVA. Yes. Oh, yes. thank you. Thank you for being here, Mr. Dante. You're um, welcome. Thank you. Um, Richard or Dante, did y'all have something you wanted to say to us this? I'll wait. Uh, can y'all hear me? Yes. 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 All right. Yeah, I, uh, I'm there. It was he. I, I'm, I'm, I'm all over. First of all, I wanted to ask, uh, is the topic today about faith? Yes. Yes. About faith. Uh, well, I know for the viewers, I, mean, I, 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 I being raised in the church, from a little youth, I understand exactly where he's coming from, but I will also say that uh, I think that it's important for just like uh, we speak English. Well, today, they don't speak. Um, Rashad, your audio is going in and out. I don't think he heard you. Huh? Today, a YouTube subscriber, not one word what he said. Can you hear me? No, your audio is going in and out. Okay, well, look, I'll be pulling up in a minute, sweetheart. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, I, I, I'm trying to formulate my question properly. Um, I guess I wanted to say I think this is it's beautiful. This this wonderful faith talk, and I felt we're, we're all Christians. We get it. We understand it. You know, that's one of those principles that was drilled into us from from jump. You know, what I'm saying, you know, um, you know, faith without works is dead and all that kind of stuff. We should we got to have the faith. Keep the faith. And that is um, the foundation is, is biblical principles that help us to um, latch on to that, right? 
So what about the the non-believer? You know, how, how, what, what, how, how would you talk to the non-believer about having faith in these times? Uh, well, I think I'll me up a cigarette. <laughs> can you can you mute him, Nakia? <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> so, Joy, so question? Yeah, I would love to hear both your perspectives. I, I want my brother to speak. How would we talk about faith to a non-believer? Yeah, how, how do we encourage them, get them on board? Because we can go to the scripture for us, but you know, for that non-believer, how, how would and you are help we, them? And are we referring to the non-believer as a person who doesn't necessarily subscribe to Christianity or just a non-believer right, thinking, who doesn't have a deity? Well, I, I just think in general, um, you know, we're, we're here on social media and people can see us. A lot of my friends are Christian, but I have a lot that are not. And I want to encourage them too, you know, to have faith in the season. People are committing suicide and all kind of craziness. But I, I know that they're, they're not feeling the, the Jesus-y stuff. So, you know, mm -hmm. what do we do for them? Well, for me, I would suggest that we um, encourage them to um, believe in one another, uh, believe in themselves, believe in, in their community. Um, I just left a, um, I just left a protest at our city hall and, um, there were people there of all different walks of life and faith and things of that nature. But the one thing that we all could like really gather and agree on is the fact that we wanted change. We wanted something and, um, we had faith in the gathering. We had faith in us standing there. We had faith in us lifting up our voices. And so you, I think what we do is we provide them something to believe in. If it's not God, if it's not Allah, if it's not Buddha, if it's not Jehovah, then believe in your brother, believe in, believe in your sister. And, um, and so, because honestly, I believe that God is more so seen in one another than the book anyway. Um, so that for me, Hold on. Um, that, said that. that's said that is my suggestion as we go through these times, you know, for faith, you know, we, you know, we're, 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 we're seeing riots and things of that nature. We don't know what to believe because we're scared our business is going to be messed up. We saw COVID-19 take so many people out. We weren't sure if it was going to be, you know, we were going to be the next one, but we believe that, you know, we're going to be in this thing together. We believe that when I see you, that you washed your hands. I don't have to, you know, worry about picking up the something after you have to open a door or push the grocery cart or something like that you have some type of faith in something even if it's not necessarily mm. someone so we find those things that they can um they can attach themselves to and we promote that that's that that's my suggestion because i believe that god is bigger than the scripture i believe that god is bigger than hey. what we can ever rehearse i be, i believe that god is bigger than what we could ever sing god is so much bigger and i believe that people have gotten saved in wondering and like why is she so nice to me today why did he speak to me and he know i don't you know like him or anything like that i think people get saved by mistake just because we presented something else so oh. that's that's just me. I told y'all I wanted to wait. Hey, same by mistake. That's what I'm talking about. All right. It's Jesus in me. Yeah. And it, me. And, it, and it spills over. 
and it spills yes. over, you know, it spills over into it. Like, okay, why, what keeps you happy in this? Like, why are you not crying? Why are you still going to the grocery store? Why are you out here protesting when people just got, you know, tear gas last night? You know, why are you here? 233 wow. people got locked up. Why are you here? I'm here because I believe in, I believe in my community. I'm here because I believe in this. I believe in this. You know, some people told me that God wouldn't have wanted me out there, but the God I served did. And so sometimes we got to <laughs> check what God we serve in. But I'm going to shut up. <laughs> Woo. All right. Thank you, Pastor. I hear, I hear you. I can just, I can just jump right in. Um, mm -hmm. I was just thinking about how that faith works by love. And so really to the non-believer, even with Jesus, <laughs> he was, when he was dealing with non-believers, we see he, he showed them love. I remember my dad, when I was little, he was, he was, you know, uh, in the military and he was overseas and, you know, we didn't have a good life growing up as far as like relationship wise. And so when I was 14, I'll never forget this conversation that I had with him. And he said, he told me, he said, Dante, I love you. And I said, dad, I love you too. He said, but when I tell you that, this is how I want you to respond. He said, when I say I love you, I want you to say, show me. And so mm -hmm. that moment, it really stuck with me that we can say we love, but if we don't show love and watch this, when we show and demonstrate love, like Pastor Dante said, that's showing faith in God, that's showing faith in community without even saying that we're Christians. Hey. This is a show of love. Watch this. It's a show of empathy when another man's neck is on the ground. It's a show of empathy when another man can't run through his neighborhood. It's a show of empathy when a man and a woman are asleep in their bed and the police just raid their house. It's a show of empathy because it didn't happen directly to me, but yet it happened to someone that, that it should not have happened to. And I feel for them. That's the love of God. That's the faith of God. That's how we exemplify our faith. And like he said, how are you making it through this pandemic? How are you still going to the grocery store? That just opens up to show people our faith because I believe that God will sustain, that God will provide. And if you, and watch this, if we really started discipling folks like, like Jesus did and showing them the way instead of talking them the way, you know, showing them what love is, showing them what faith is. I think we would see we would see more re results, and that that is now, like he said, in the community. I'm I'm 100. I agree. Like we have to. That's why this shirt is important. That's why this shirt is important. The church has left the building. It's over. As far as Plenty Grace is concerned, listen, online ministry in the community. That's where we want to be in effect, and that's how I told you. That's how I mean, simply by just showing love. Amen. So I was going to ask you about that church about that that shirt. Can everybody see what it, the church has left the building? Uh -huh. All right. So you went on to say, well, first of all, I love that um, the other pastor, Dante, that's exactly what he did. He he went out, you know what I'm saying? So that that blessed me. That's what we're supposed to do, I, I, I believe. Um, so you said the church has left the building. So uh, since we've had to be home, we've had to be, do church online and so forth. Do you, will you continue on doing this? Will you go back? I know some people are not going back to the, the building. What, well, what are you and your ministry doing? Uh, we're, we're staying online. This is this is our hey. push. This is our call. This is what, and I, I don't want to be like talking all the time, but listen. <laughs> this is oh, you good. Yeah, you good. This is what the spirit of God laid on my heart when this happened. It was like when when the mm. disciples 
were out fishing all night long. And he said, when, when Jesus came and approached them that early that morning, you know, he got in the boat, he got in the boat and he began to teach them. And he said, get in this boat and come fish on this side where I'm putting fish. And when you fish on this side, the fish are going to be so many that you're going to need to call partners to come and help you. And that's exactly what happened. Mm. They were all night long. They were tired. They were washing their necks. And God, this is what God showed me about this pandemic. The trouble, the toil of the church of, of just trying to, you know, do all they can in every effort, you know, in terms of the building, bringing, trying to get people to, you know, join your church. God said this pandemic has driven a school of fish that you won't even have room enough to receive if you just get on the internet. Everybody mm -hmm. in the world right now is on the internet. Get on the internet right now and start ministering to people. It doesn't matter what, listen, just give them your heart. Let them know that there's somebody out there. And right now, uh, we have an average of about 12 people Monday through Friday that come on our Zoom call. We're just praying that it just goes to the masses because uh, this will be something that will be needed I believe until the end of in, end of my days. Online. Yes, man. Please say something. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. I. I yeah. I'm, I. 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 I am. I'm humbled to meet meet you. You sound like you on fire for God, and I mean it excites me. Yes. Sir. And uh, definitely, I will say that uh, um, uh, my 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 ear is to the streets as far as dealing with the youth, dealing with today's people because. Now we have to, in my mind, we have to deal with the difference of the generations. My generation is different from the generation beneath me, which is different from the generation beneath them. I was in a generation where no matter what, every Sunday you go to church as a family. Right, I'm in right. a generation where every night you sit at a table and have dinner. Right. It was, it was, everything was family oriented. Uh, today's generation, uh, they don't, everybody's on their phone. Uh, the, everybody is listening to their music. So, I mean, and I was listening to you when I was in the car. And uh, my thing is what I've been talking to the youth about is breaking what you said down to where they can receive it. Because if I speak to them in the way you receive it, they don't, they, they walk away. I mean, I'm being honest with you. They walk away because we're talking about faith. We're talking about things that are a, a whole different language. Right. And so and when I speak to them, I speak to them from a point of action. Mm -hmm. I speak to them from a point of real life experiences. Uh, me, and, me and my babe was sitting down last night talking about our God moments. Uh, and I really believe that these days it's no longer about talk. Mm -hmm. It's about actions. Mm -hmm. When people see you and know you and seen situations you've been in where you could have cut somebody's throat, where you could have knocked somebody out, but you chose peace instead. People these days, because they've been bamboozled and even believe, and, and it is attack on the church. And I'm not talking about the building. I'm talking about someone who treats their own temple as a church. I'm talking about the God people, the spiritual people who respect their own bodies because I, we can get together and we can preach, but if you don't respect your own temple, and I see you smoking crack on Saturday night to see you get in the full pulpit and ask me for Monday on Sunday morning, or I see you with a prostitute on Saturday night. This is what they have seen. Yeah. So yeah. now they're, they're reaching out to other uh, sects of religion. And that's the reason why I really don't like talking about religion 
I want to talk, I love talking about spirituality because spirituality to me is something that everybody needs. Yeah. Everybody. That's the common denominator because God created Adam and Eve. Now, if God created Adam and Eve, you have two people. No division. Religion to me is division. Spirituality is the oneness of no matter where you come from. God, God might bless you from the hands of a Muslim. And I'm going to receive it because God is omnipresent. So hey. I'm just saying that to say, you know, from, a, from the aspects of a spiritual person, me, I'm a spiritual person. Um, I try to tell my nephew and their friends through actions, listen, you need to get with the God of your understanding. This is the book so you can understand the God of my understanding because you can't get no understanding unless you have a source to see, to build a relationship. And that's just my opinion. So I, I commend you. And, 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 and I mean, I, that's one of my toughest challenges and it's only met through living life yeah. that I am able to explore and explain faith to them. Because if you, if you ask a, a today's youth, what, what is faith? And I'm being honest with you and I'm going to just put it out there. They're going to pull out a gun and say, I got 16 in here. Yeah. I cleaned it. I oiled it and it works. You see what I'm saying? And they don't need to, and, and, I, and, I, and I commend you, I really commend you. And it just bring one point, one more point. Uh, everything that's going on today is not a physical war. Come so on. let's not be fooled. That's right. It's not about black, white. It's yeah. about right and wrong. Yeah. End of discussion, right and wrong. It's about, it's either you're right or you're wrong. So I just wanted to say that and, and, and really get that off my chest that this is a spiritual warfare. It's nothing physical because if you if you go out here and fight a physical warfare, you already lost. So what's interesting, what's interesting about about that, I was just mm. talking to my wife about this today. Because we saw the picture of the, the black cop in Fort Lauderdale that got on her comrade, white cop, for pushing yes. the black during the protest. Yes. And so what we're seeing is a manifestation of evil. Yes. Coming through every form of flesh possible, whether it's yes. white, whether it's government, whether it's it's evil that we're that that we are up against. And it is a spiritual battle. A absolutely. Because because all cops aren't bad and all politicians aren't bad and all blacks aren't bad and all whites aren't bad. Right. It is a spirit thing. It is. It really is. Mm -hmm. I want to hear from uh, Mr. Dante McCutcheon. Yes, sir. I, I'm looking at him. I, you got something to say. I, I need to hear it because this is the energy that the world needs to hear. This is the time to pull us together. When I say us, I'm not saying black. I'm saying the people that stand for righteousness because yes. we, I don't mm -hmm. I, I disagree with rioting yes, because I work hard with my hands. Don't right. tear something up if you if you if it ain't yours, you wrong. Period. But I, I want to hear what you say. Can I say this though, real quick, Dante? And I'm I'm gonna give it to Dante. I really have to say this because the narrative is important. It is very important in terms of the rioting. We have to realize that there are there are fascist groups out there that are inciting yes. the violence. So we have yes. to continue to repeat that narrative. Hey, that. Yeah. Protesters 
protesters were peacefully protesting in Minneapolis before the policemen fired tear gas into the crowd to disperse them. And that was that was the beginning. And then those groups coming in to make it look like the protesters. I just wanted to say that, you know, just yeah. in right. That's truth.com right there. Yes, it is. <laughs> Man, uh, I got a lot to say, but I'm gonna only say a little bit. While y'all were talking, I'm sitting here writing stuff down. I got, I mean, listen, first, I would say as, as believers, I don't care what, like what we profess, you know, what we confess to believe, whether, you know, your, denom your denomination or your actual religion or whatever. Um, to me, that doesn't matter because I'm, I'm a lover of all, um, of all, um, of all faiths. And because my family is filled with people of all faith and we come together and we commune. We have communion together, you know what I'm saying? And so I feel like that's bigger. And so um, that's bigger than, than me just saying, I'm a Christian and you're Muslim, we can't talk. Yes, we can. But I think that as we are in the season of rioting and in the season of burning and all whatever that is going on, it's two things that, that came to my mind was, I wanna talk about the church that left the building when we talk about the church that left the building. But before I say that, we when we talk about the riots and the people in the streets, people of faith have to show up. Because if we are the prophets in the land, then we need to be there to interpret the cries of the rioters. We have to be there to see what they really are saying, because some of them are crying from different kind of places. And so therefore, we need this interpretation. We need like we need it. So they say, well, how can you speak in tongues and no, no, no translator is there? No interpreter is there. How can they cry and we not show up? You know, so we have to be there. I've, I have been in the streets with them, you know, everything I couldn't stop, but I tried, you know, I spoke up, I said some things. So we do need to be there, but we do need to have, you know, discernment and we need the Holy Ghost to help us to discern what is and what's not, you know, when, you know, go, when not to go. This is why prayer is important and prayer and faith goes whether you're in a church or outside a church, right? And so when we talk about the church leaving the building, I think it's the best thing that could have ever happened. The church should have never been in the building in the first place because the church didn't start in the building see the church started outside of the building so it's like yo we started in the courtyard so why we can't stay in the courtyard we started in the courtyard so why we can't go back to the courtyard it was a party going on they said it's a riot today but it was a party going on right then it was a festival that they were having and you know we just celebrated pentecost sunday on this on um, past sunday 50 days after easter you know jesus saying i gotta go but i want y'all to wait y'all know the thing and i want you to wait for me i'm gonna send you a comforter i'm gonna see you a, a guy and when this then come, I'm gonna give you the power to be my witnesses in the areas that I was not able to go to. I'm you're gonna be my witness in, in um Samaria and, and all those places and Judea and the other parts of the earth. I could not go there, but I'm gonna give you what you need to finish the work. And I believe that we got a little bit too comfortable because we had power, but we did no work. So when I hear when I hear you brothers saying like you know I'm 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 translating for my young people I'm translating for my young people because I need them to understand what's going on that's what people of faith do because mm -hmm. when we when we house the spirit of the living God we automatically become translator translators in the kingdom and so yeah your ear is to the street our voices are in the street and we know what's going on we see what's going on but the other part about it is God is in the street. You're God is in the street. And so our community begins to get filled. And, you know, we talked about you and your wife. I, oh, you and your wife had God moments. Mm 
And I was listening to you and I'm ready to scream and shout and stuff because I am very charismatic. You know, I shout, I speak in tongues, I cry, I do all of that. Amen. Hallelujah. I do all of that and I am not ashamed. I speak in tongues with I speak in tongues with Jehovah Witnesses, the Buddhists, the Hindus. I speak in tongues with all of them in the Muslims too. They my they my dogs though. I love them. But anyway, so this is the thing. I said, well, our community will be filled with God moments if we stop giving God just a moment. Mm. Oh, so it, it, you know, if we stop giving God just a moment, when oh. when 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 he said that he said that he was having a conversation, when he was having a conversation with his wife, and I mean they're sitting there and they're dialoguing. It's like now, what 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 faith does now is it goes back to how do we deal with the unbeliever? Faith says, listen, I ain't got to preach to you, bro. I ain't got to preach to you, sister. What I can do is I'll sit down with you. I believe that God is calling us to a place where we have got to participate in communion again faith mm -hmm. we have to participate in communion again it's not just the wine and the bread that come out the cup or however you do it on whatever sunday you do it it's bigger than that it's about sitting down at the table with somebody it's about not treating people like charity cases we're not bringing them bread but we're gonna break bread with them because they are our brother they are our sister they are our sons they are our daughters our nephews you know i had a, a shirt my cousin got me a shirt and it said i'm the churchy cousin it's for our family reunion but i want my shirt to the protest because I want everybody out there to know, yo, I'm your cousin. Like, you know what I'm saying? You my cousin. What's up? We doing this thing or not? How are we going to do this? But you're going to act right, right? And so I believe that people of faith, we are in a moment where if we spend time with God, now our yes. homework, those of us who have spent time with God, whoever, whatever you call your God, now what happens is our homework is on display. Yeah, Our homework is on yes. display in this season. So this is why we can still do, I said it earlier, this is why we can still go places. This is why we can still do things. This is why we're not sorrowing like the world as if we have no hope because we did our homework. You know what I'm saying? I, st I, I didn't go to church every Sunday, but I prayed. I didn't go to church every Sunday, but I read my word. You know what I'm saying? And I repeated the word. I rehearsed the word. And so now my homework is on display. And so I've been telling the people of God, I said, we are in a season of review and revival. We are a season in review and revival. The translators are in the streets and they're bringing about understanding that's transforming us. They're bringing about understanding that's empowering us. They're bringing about understanding that's letting our young folk know, look, we ain't, we ain't forgot about you. They're bringing about understanding that let, let our old folk know, no, we still love you and we still need you. We need the elders. And so the translators need to be there to bridge the gap and let everybody know that you play a part. When I hear the cries of the people, it's not that they're just mad because somebody got killed they're not just mad because COVID-19 apparently was some kind of scheme from the government they're mad because they felt like they have not been heard from the beginning they have not been heard from the church they have not been heard from the mosque they have not been heard from the hall and so now people of faith we got to stand and say listen bro I hear you listen sister I hear you and not only do I hear you I stand with you I stand with you in faith and I stand with you because of faith because this is what faith does faith pushes me faith don't keep me scared because God ain't raising up no punks in his kingdom. You see what I'm saying? Ain't no punks in the kingdom right now. And if you're a punk, you got to get you some strength. If you're a punk, you got to get you some bonus. We don't want no punks. And for those who are punks, don't be mad. God's got something for you. It's some strength on the way. I'm telling you. It's some strength on the way. We got to be brave. We got to be bold. And we got to be ready. I'm telling you, but I got to shut up because, you know, I'm like this real activist guy, but I'm telling you, faith is going to do this thing. So how do we deal with faith? Faith works differently. And faith without works is there, but what are the works? 
What are the works? You know what I'm saying? What are the works? Is it the conversation? Am I inviting you to dinner? Am I inviting you to lunch? Is it the conversation? Am I going out on the block? I know y'all selling drugs. I ain't buying none, but I'm sitting out here with y'all. You see what I'm saying? Faith is this. Faith working. Faith working. So the church left the building. We need to stay out the building. Do we need to gather? Can we gather again? Absolutely. Because I want to gather because there's power in the gathering. But if we stop at the gathering, we've done an injustice to our God, whoever your God is. I'm done. I'm sorry. Amen. Amen. I have a question. Um, I heard him say that he's been out there with the activists and everything. And I want to do something, but I don't feel like I want to be out there with the activists. And I have faith. So it's not about a faith thing, but can I still affect change by not going out? Can I do it some other way? Yeah, I, I cannot, you don't mind talking on that. I, I, I always, I, me, me personally, I always look at, 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 at your body. You don't want to use your foot as your head. You don't want to use your hand as your foot. I think we're all called to do something. Right. I will tell you, hands down, I, from talking and dealing with God, I, I can tell you my job is not to be a protester because I'm an actor. I am, I am a person of action. I am a protector. I cannot stand there and see someone getting sprayed with mace or getting hurt and not move. I am a I am a I, I am a moving part of the body that goes and get and bring back. So I know that's not me from because I know me, but I think that it's a, that's me. But I, I do believe that you know there is something that you can do. I mean, I, like right now you have this social media platform. This is an opportunity you are doing, if you ask me, part of what you're called to do. I, I agree. Tell you. You, you see what I'm saying? So that's me. I'll let somebody else speak. I, I would say to answer your question, Nakia, this is my thought. So I was in the military. Mm-hmm. Okay? And, 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 and this is what I was telling my wife this morning. This streets have become a war zone. Yes. And in a war zone, you have something called strategy. Mm-hmm. Before you even send the troops out there, there have been months and months of planning, strategic planning on movement. And the reason why we're seeing so much chaos in the war zone is because we have soldiers in the zone that haven't been trained properly. Yeah. So, so this is what is manifesting before our eyes because really systemic racism, racism in America, we're talking layers and layers and layers and layers, right? But again, we have to mobilize, we have to strategize, we have to organize, we have to plan, and then we execute. Yeah. But that's what has been happening in other places of America for so long. They've been stacking money, organizing, planning, being very strategic. So when things like this happen, they can move in quickly and put bricks and 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 wood and start fires and things like that because they have the resources. And then they can blame it on the on the people that's protesting. Right. Yes, you can do something because in the in the military, everybody has a role, just like in the body, everybody has a role. So you do have a role. This is your platform. Um, I'm not so much a, a fighter in, in terms of protesting, but I have a voice. I have a platform as well. And I also have um, just a little plug. I think I told you all about this Blackout Day 2020 hashtag. Blackout Day 2020, July 7th, 2020. Uh, the gentleman that started that movement is a very good friend of mine. So I'm supporting him in that effort as well. So yes, there are things there are things we can do. Okay. 
I mean, I just was concerned because I'm I'm not a fighter for real. I'm not. And I got bad arms. I got rotator cuff tears. So I ain't trying to fight. But I do <laughs> strongly believe, I mean, the other day my daughter was jumped by some men. You know, so I do believe that there is something that needs to be done. And I feel strongly about that. But I know that that's not my role. Yeah. And that's the thing. In, in, in the Army, you have so many different sectors. You have um, the medics. You have the soldiers that go down range. You have the tankers. You have the the admin, you have the people that work in the office that do the, I mean, there are so many components, you know, to your force. So yeah, a absolutely. We all have a, we all have a role to play. Amen. Toya, did you have anything else to say? Um, you know, as, as the brother stated, we have this, these platforms, um, you know, we, we have a, me and the kid have a community of virtual assistants. That's what we are, virtual assistants, um, women of color and, um, what I found um, that space in, um, in comparison to some of the other online groups and stuff that are uh, predominantly ran by like Caucasian women, they, they don't understand, they don't get it. And it's been chaotic in those groups, but we all understand what's going on because we, we deal with this. But the census is we just, we just feel a little hopeless and like, what's the solution, you know? Um, go ahead. I, I Toya, now, now my baby's in the other room, so I'm not saying mm -hmm. to for her. Mm -hmm. Toya, Nakia, as a man, I'm proud of y'all. Mm -hmm. I really mean that Thanks. because I, 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 it was not easy for me getting into business for myself. I wanted to give up. It was nights where I had to stay down for a minute to grab myself up by the boots. I'm proud of y'all, and I want to tell y'all, do not get discouraged because you might stumble. Come on. You might even fall, but get back up Speak, brother. because this is not for us. This is for them. We're not doing this for us. We're doing this for them. And believe it or not, people are watching you that you don't even know. Yeah. And it's important to no matter what, Keep going, keep going. Save your energy for those bad days. But you're doing a very, 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 very good job. Right. And I want you to know that we are rooting on you and you will be successful. So no matter what you may feel, you're doing very good and I want to encourage you because I will tell you, people that sitting back watching us think that this is easy. Well, we don't, they don't know how hard it is until they did. That's why I said last week, this is not for everybody because it's nope. very difficult. So I, from one business owner to another, keep going. And I really mean that this platform is the, is the beginning of something much larger. Yeah. Believe me. I second that. I second that. I just met y'all last week. Pastor Dante, I just met them last week. They they put out an ad on Facebook looking for speakers, and I just took a leap of faith. Because to be honest with you, you Nikia, Nikia, I'm gonna tell you, when I saw Soltaful on Facebook and that you all were looking for speakers, I got nervous. You can ask my wife. I for two days I didn't even put the, the ad in because I was like, this is a big group. This is something huge. And listen, this is not to say that, you know, once I found out that it's a startup, when I found out that it was a startup and that this you guys are just like brand new four series in, I got more excited because yeah. I'm the person that is like, 
I don't care if I ever come on your show again. I'm going to be emailing you, calling you. I hope y'all pushing this thing. What I saw, what I saw, when I saw Soltiful, when I saw Soltiful on Facebook, was huge, 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 huge. Amen. That's so that's so kind. But what I was really what I was talking about is the sisters that we um. Uh, that we connect with, that we support, because we it's a whole it's a whole community of, of VAs where we're helping to support them as they as they're on their journey of doing their businesses. But I really appreciate what he said because I that's that's it. You know, we, we cannot take on what's going on. Where all we can do is just keep it moving, and and keep supporting one another, and keep Amen. keep loving and just doing what we do. As do keep doing what God has directed us to do. And that's Amen. that's just the answer. So you're right. Thank you. Yes. All right. Uh, so I would so so Pastor Dante, um, I would like to know a little bit about the the one the church has left the building. I would like to know a little bit about the the thirty one days of faith. If you can tell us a little bit about that. So during the month of May, we did a thirty one days of May challenge, where every month, I mean every day in the month of May, we had a scripture, and and the Spirit of the Lord gave this to me to read retain, rehearse, and repeat. And so I did a little bit of research and it takes 21 days to form a habit, to mm -hmm. begin a habit, but somewhere upwards in about 300 days, almost like a year to really for that habit to become formalized. So what we did in the month of May was to kickstart a habit of getting in the word of God every single day, feeding your spirit, man, every single day. And so five, 10 minutes, whatever the case may be. So we set up our Instagram, which was, um, which is plenty grace 31. And you'll see all the scriptures there from all the 31 days of May. And so what we're going to continue to do, we're going to continue throughout June and, and just even throughout of putting a scripture a day with the intent that we are reading, retaining, rehearsing and repeating that process. Amen. Oh, Oh, and, and another plug. <laughs> we're also doing a memory minute. So for um, our children's ministry, we're starting an online children's ministry called PG Kids. And we're starting jingle, Ooh, love it. jingles that are going to be called a memory minute where they'll get the scripture in, in a jingle. And it'll be only a minute long, a minute or less. And we're going to post that every week. So we're hoping by the first week in July, we'll have enough content for about three or four months. And then we'll just build on that because we want to do one scripture a week and it'll be a separate thing. This PG kids and uh, they'll have That'd their. Be, so we're be really great. My mom used to bribe me with graham crackers to memorize the scriptures. So I'm sure the jingle works better. <laughs> awesome. So what is the best way to, if, if uh, families want to be uh, a part of that, what's the best way to be a, be a part of that? Grace connected with you okay yep. okay that is that's Fantastic. where the landing spot goes for everything we even had a tab on there for tim for them to join your show today so really all they have to do is go to the website click join here and it took them straight to the youtube live fantastic you. awesome well, cool so, so my kids i got six kids dante they can they can be part of this <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yes, we're ready. We're ready. We are excited. That's what's up. Awesome, awesome. Do you have anything else? Well, no, this is um I'm encouraged. Like I'm so grateful 
um, that really, Dante, you you spearheaded this series we're doing on faith because yeah. we all need encouragement. We all need to understand how what we need to do to, to move forward and move upward. And so I thank you so much for the programs that you have involved. I thank you for uh, Dante um, in, in uh, Richmond because you really, you got me, you, you out there, you know, you're doing, um, you, you're following the way God has told you to follow. I think that's important to understand, you know, uh, the church of the building, Dante, God told you to stay online. That is where you're supposed to be. It's important for us to be in our place. You know, that way we're, we're fitly joined together. Everybody's doing their part. So I love it. I love it, family. This is family. So I, I thank you guys. This has been wonderful. Yeah, definitely. Yes, yes, yes. Definitely straight yes, in my face. I will tell yes, you. Yes, I'm stuck. Yeah. Hey, Dante, I will tell you, uh, uh, my baby's in the other room. Uh, I received what you said as far as uh, Toya being my wife. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we got that on camera. Yes. <laughs> Pastor Dante, can you say that again, what you said about the God moments? You, man. Come on, brother, give that to me one more time. Before um, we... Our community will be filled with God moments if we stop giving God just a moment. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> just a moment. Man. Amen. I like that. I yes. like that. I really do. It's funny how you It's funny how you brought that up, uh, uh, Pastor Dante. But me and my girl, she when we first got together, she would always, I just live life. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'm uh, Me... Me and God, we talk, I shut up, I meditate, and I listen. Turn all music, TV off, and I'll just go and listen. Because I believe that uh, talking to God, you pray, and then you shut up and you listen. That way he can speak back to you. That's called a conversation. Mm -hmm. So that way when it's time to move, I move in faith. Mm -hmm. I know hey. he told me. Yeah. So we, hey. we were talking about that last night. And so she was saying, I love your God moments. I didn't know they was God moments because I we, this this is something between me and him. I didn't know they was God moments until she pointed it out. And then I didn't know they was God moments until they start coming up in her life now. Because now God is also even more <laughs> in her life. So I mean, I mean, that just lets you know that is just a sign, a symbol, a revelation that even though I don't even know you, Pastor Dante, but God moments is happening all over the earth. But this is never spoken of uh, out loud. So I think I'm going to start sharing that. Amen. Can I we, that, Pastor Dante, can I use it? You got Please do. Please do. <laughs> I done already stole faith work by love. So let's do it. We in this thing together. Everybody. Yeah, we in there. <laughs> we in there. But I will say that John Wesley talks about, um, about um, social holiness. Mm. And John Wesley mm. talks about social holiness. And he says that. Um, our faith is not holy until it's lived out in public. Oh, and so, so even though public may not be the public square, but it's in your home. Yes. Or it's in your local mm -hmm. assembly. It's lived out in public. Amen. And so therefore, we know that we are in a season of review and revive. And then, you know, the um the four R's that, that um, Pastor Dante said about the re-retain, I think it was rehearse and repeat. Yes, sir. Yeah, rehearse and repeat. And see, because this is the, it's, it's review time. It's review time. But then as you review, you begin to get revived because you're encouraged and you're refreshed and you just keep going and you just keep Amen. going. And then they say, you know, all you got to do is, all you can do is just give praise to God. 
Amen. Just give praise to God. I don't, y'all, y'all gave me this stuff while y'all was talking. It, it came from y'all, not me. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, goodness. So we're at the hour here. Last words. Everybody, last words. Um, Pastor Dante, the church that left the building, what's your last words? Well, I'll just say this. James 1 and 3 says it like this. Count it all joy when, when you go through various trials and tribulations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect yes. work so that you may be complete and lacking nothing. So those are my final encouraging words to you today. Have patience. Know that your faith is being tested. And just stay in the race because the race is not given to the swift. Yeah. It's not given to the strong, but it's given to the one that will endure until the end. Amen. Yes, Lord. Amen. That's so, so encouraging. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Okay, Pastor Dante in Richmond. Um, I'll just leave you with what I always leave people with at the end of my service. Let love go before you to make easy the way. Let love surround you to hold you up. And let love go behind you to protect you. As we leave the day, we leave in love and we leave with love. For God is love and yes. faith works by love. Thank you, Pastor. I love that. Ooh, let love abide. Yes, Lord. Awesome. And Rashad, we're listening to you, brother. What you got? Uh, I'll tell you, I had just told somebody this not too long ago uh, on a mm -hmm. service call. With faith, we're used to dealing with people, but with faith, we're not dealing with a person. We're dealing, dealing with an, omnip an omnipresent being. We don't have to understand how it's going to work out. That's not our job. Stay out of God's business. Hmm. We don't have to understand how God is going to open or close this door and make it happen. The only thing our job is to do is to move forward and walk by faith, not by sight. Oh, shoot. I'm overflowing with encouragement right now. I don't even know what to do. <laughs> Thank y'all. Just bask in it. You don't gotta do nothing. Just, just rest. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I don't gotta do nothing. All right. Ooh, I gotta calm down though. Ooh, okay. Yeah, My cool. God. Thank you, God. <laughs> oh man. Thank you guys. Yeah, guys, I let me tell you, I've been sick. Like my stomach has been in knots. Like I had to put some makeup on just to feel like I could, could even come on here today. It was it was that bad. And so now I'm trying not to cry. So thank you. I'm so encouraged. So thank yes. you. Thank you so much. Well, well, we just pray that the Lord continue to heal your body. Yes. And, and, and and that Amen. healing virtue will overtake you in Jesus' name. Yeah, yes. for Amen. real. Amen. Amen. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Well, okay. That is our, our episode of Sociable this week. And we will see yeah. you next week when we will be talking about being more than a mother yes right. so please Stay sub up. subscribe and check out the links for everybody's things that they got on and we thank you so much see y'all later all right stay up y'all <laughs>